ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Tale. The problems plaguing Blingmanstone were indeed myriad, and thus the members of the Howling Dark decided to split and investigate on multiple fronts. Rastos and Nico went down the mines, dubbing themselves Team Carousel, while Jin and Dro, members of the more sensibly named Team Infiltration, went on to discover that a deep gnome had established a pudding court of hundreds of oozes. Well, Kratzmeyer, before we started, decided to pound uh, an insane concoction that TJ makes called Man Juice, which is literally just vodka and Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> and he tried to do a bit by asking, where's the biggest glass we have in the house? So I gave him a, a literal vase, a vase, if you will. And TJ filled it up and gave it to Kratzmeyer, th- thinking that he was, he was making the power move here. But in reality, the power switched quickly over to Kratzmeyer as he proceeded to chug the whole thing before TJ could return to the table. Now my tum-tum is upset. (laughs) Maybe some more man juice might help waken that tummy. Oh, my tummy hurts! You, you can't do that bit. We all know what happens no, in the end of it. I got like a week-long tummy, uh, yeah. tummy ache after doing the tummy. But, but I mean, like, it's not just me that does it. That's just like no. Tom, <laughs> Branson, Nick, um, Rylan, Charles, Andrew. Everybody does that bit. <laughs> but you got the stomach ache. But I got a literal stomach ache for like a week. That shit sucked. Was it like psychosomatic or did you actually eat something? Remember? Horrible. I- I ate, like, I remember he kept doing the bit, and then he. I know. I know. I know. I got the tummy cake really from doing the bit, but I just wonder if it was the bit that gave him the tummy. <laughs> it could have been the entire bag of flaming hot Doritos that I ate. In one that day. is. That's probably it. <laughs> Son Nick tweet that he wants to come up with a cure for the common stomach ache. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> so good. All right. Last time in Blingdon Stone, um, you all managed to parlay with not only the were rats that I promise I did not write into this campaign. Um, and then you managed to allow, have them parlay with the Diggermatics, um, the kind of chiefs right now of Blingdonstone, although they're not necessarily like royalty or anything. Um, they had a conversation, <laughs> excuse me, which you all managed to, to um, what it's what I'm looking for, bring together, you um, facilitated, there we go. And um, after that, you, you were kind of left to do a bunch of different things, and you all decided to split the party, um, and you, two of you, which you deemed Team Carousel for some inexplicable reason, um, because you all <laughs> insisted that you were going to a theme park, which I don't know how that idea came up. Uh, you went down to the mines and hung out with um, Dasko Pickshine, uh, cousin to Kazook, the trader. Um, while Team Infiltration, which was, sorry, I didn't mean that. That was um, Jesse and TJ. That was near, near, goddammit. Hell yeah. <laughs> near from the last campaign. Nico and Rastos. Yeah. I'll, yeah. play, I'll play near again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll play Stroud, I guess. Yeah. That was who I was in the campaign. <laughs> right. Well, Stroud's child. dead for all I know. Right. Now I'm forced to live out his yeah. life. Or I'll, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Team Infiltration, which was Jen and Dro. Elf Squad. Yeah, the Elf Squad ran in to Ooh. check out what was going on with these oozes. Hmm. Um, 
Team Carousel, do you want to describe what happened to you when you checked up the mines and came back? We both got really nice lollipops and cotton candy. <laughs> okay, that was a mistake. I tried that out, and that was immediately proven to be a wrong thing to do. You went down in the mines, and you heard some rumors about various um, other factions uh, within Blingdenstone and what they might be doing. You also heard about the rock blight, which the rock blight is this um, disease that seems to cause... Um, Earth elementals to sort of lose control of themselves and and enact uncontrollably, which is not usual in Bleeding Stone. It's very dangerous that we have a Zorn hanging out with us. You also were tailed <coughs> by a Zorn. A big, menacing, red, scaly monster with a mouth on top of where its head should be, sort of, and then just arms coming out in various directions and razor-like rows of teeth and then eyes kind of on the side of it. It's almost like if you took a beat and you put legs, like three legs on the beat and then arms on top of the beat and the mouth on top of the beat. Um, or the radish, if it's, you will. It's the beat form of executor if you play Pokemon without a Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Except it has uh, arms. I would say uglier with arms <laughs> and more dangerous. Um, and it followed you around. It wants to eat what something. You fed it a ruby that it really enjoyed, um, but it's still following you around. Back into Blinged and Stone, even. <laughs> and every, all the deep knowns are kind of just laughing at you. It's not an unheard of thing, um, but it is following you around now. Um, team infiltration. Do you want to try this again? Describe what you all did. <laughs> yes. Well, we we had a job and we were gonna scout the oozes, so we uh, we scouted the oozes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I fucking even give you a chance. <laughs> you, you, know, you try to throw the spotlight over to somebody else and they just fuck you over, <laughs> make everyone here look like an ass. Um, so you saw what looked like different oozes, uh, gelatinous cubes in particular, on patrol in certain areas. You had no problem sneaking past two gelatinous oozes with the movement speed of 10 feet. Um, and then um, going into what looked like a giant colorful dome um, that you looked, it looked like something that was um, built, you know, within Blingdon Stone that was once a, a seat of power. And uh, you unceremoniously kicked open the doors to see hundreds of oozes and slimes bowing down um, and writhing before a small but slimy Sferfneblin deep gnome who then yelled at you um, as to what you were doing in the what he called the pudding court. And I think we're going to start off with team infiltration. So we're going to start off with Dro and Jin. And Dro and Jin, you are inside the pudding court. Again, just to paint the picture. This is a circular giant dome. I would say like, uh, how far is that? Roughly, probably 100 feet long, maybe even further. Pretty big dome. Um, and that would be like the circumference of it, um, or rather the radius of it. Diameter? What am I, I'm screwing this up. Which is the straight line across the circle? Diameter is full, radius is half. Okay, diameter then. Thank you very much. Um, and he is kind of standing up, this deep gnome who's yelling at you, standing up on this stone chair. Uh, and then, can you all see? The, yes. Okay. So there are many, 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 many oozes in there, all of them sort of writhing. Again, there is a very large black pudding to his right, the person who's yelling at you, and then a very large gray ooze um, to their left. There are also gray oozes and black puddings around, but they are not seated so closely to this person. 
Um, and again, there are just tons of oozes all over this area, all kind of writhing. And then you've noticed that as he's screaming at you, they kind of turn. They don't have like faces, obviously, but their pseudopods and their appendages and their sliminess sort of morphs in your direction and begins to quote unquote face you. <laughs> Words not really appropriate for this situation. Um, and you all are standing right inside the door. I don't know if anybody would be reacting, but I would instantly begin to cast a spell. I, I think that we're not going to do initiative right away because uh, that seems silly. Um, you've surprised them, and uh, they have not a reason to attack you yet. So, yeah, go for it. I guess Dro would just look at Jin and instantly start uh, moving his hands and saying some Sylvan or Elven words and cast Fog Cloud 20 feet in front of him. And it's a 20-foot radius uh, cube. And kind of grab Jin's arm and, and gesture to run away. So create a big fog cloud up until the entrance to the door that we're at and then try to bail. Okay, cool. Uh, Jin, what do you want to do with that? Uh, Jin would like to leave too. Okay. So you're, you're cool with him pulling that he up? He is. And then once we get on the same track, we're both fucking rogues. So we have bonus action dash, so we would be able to movement action and then bonus action. And I think we would just bail Jin, right? Yeah, I think we're going to bail from this situation. This cool. does not bode well. Uh, I put a little fog cloud, an animated fog cloud there for you. Pretty neat. That's pretty neat. <laughs> um, yeah, so a giant cloud. I don't know, do you want to describe how that works? Does it just appear? Does it shoot from your palm of your hand? I'm curious. I like to think it's, you know, some of that X-Men shit. Uh, so it, like, leaks through the hands as he's making the somatic uh, movements and kind of just dissipates slowly into the room. Or you pull all the dust in from the room and the ground everywhere into one. No, he's just got, like bad dandruff so it comes from his shoulders there we go from his, white hair. <laughs> from his own uncleanliness yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah comes out this fog cloud uh from your hand and then right before all of these various jellies and oozes and slimes um and you hear um that was not the time not yet not yet and that is from the same voice that was yelling at you about the pudding court um and then you all run backwards, and uh, <laughs> do you close the door, or are you just running? Bailing. Probably close the door if it's quick, if not, no. We can double close the door. Just, I will, I will, Jin will slam the door shut. Okay, you close the door, there's a fog cloud in there, uh, you all pull back. Okay, so you are back in uh, Stone, the sort of closed off area, you are outside of what was called the Pudding Court. Um, <sighs> We're going to be so happy with this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's up to you all now. We're supposed to meet back at uh, the Frothy Mug, yeah? Mm, I think so. Yeah, let's go back see the others, see how they did at the mines. Back to the, let's get back to the door we came in through. Okay, you, run, you start to run away from the uh, giant dome. I'm sure you all are booking it. I guess at this point, now that we're out of the giant dome and we remember any of the defenses, maybe slow down to medium pace. Do you remember high. any of the defenses? That's uh, what I was postulating. So <laughs> I think there were two, <laughs> the two, uh, the two, two guards the and two yeah, slimes. we slow down to a not fast speed so we can check those out. Yeah, there were two gelatinous cubes that were sort of marching around. If you all could just make one stealth check for me, um, we'll do a combined stealth check. 17. 14. Okay. Um, you're able to sneak past those two gelatinous cubes that are sort of going back and forth like classic video game style, just kind of 
like crossing each other and you all are able to time their um, walking path, like their guard route, well enough where you kind of thread the needle and get through them fairly easily as uh, sneaky elves with with that like 31 of a check combined. Um, they're not the most astute guards, you could say. Uh, and you are back at the door where uh, I believe Sark let you through, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Um, I guess, do, was there a secret knock? I know Nico knew the drums. I don't know drum beats. Jen thinks it was maybe a triplet pattern. Okay, go for it. Knock, 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 knock. Knock, knock. Uh, you here on the other <laughs> side. It's a gin. I, you're not a musician, are you? A gin does not know what no. I was just kidding. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll open it up. I'll open it up. Um, he opens up the door and lets you all through. He's like, uh, can I show you the secret knock again? Yeah. All right. It's it's just more of like a, a one, two, three kind of beat. You know, ba da 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 Really put that accent on the one. da 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 that, 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 you're doing that. more like a weird eighth note, quarter note variation, maybe some dotted half notes in there if you're lucky. Whatever, you know my voice, it's fine. All right, well, what'd you all, what, are you, you look fine. Yeah, we got intel. We should probably meet up with the others. You got intel? Yeah. All right, um, okay, I'll go, uh, I'm gonna go back and talk to the matter, uh, the, the digger Maddox, but, um, you all are welcome to come by whenever you need to. Um, I think your crew is probably at the frothy mug right now. All right. And I'll part ways with you all, and you are free to do what you want to. Are you heading to the Frothy Mug? Yeah, just do haste. Let's cut back to Team Zorn and Carousel, see what they want to do with their um, Zorn issue. Uh, so, Rostos and Nico, mm-hmm. you all, I put you right into Blingenstone proper. You're not far from the Dra- Trader's Grotto. Um, you're close to like the ruby and the rough. Uh, you could you could easily know where you're gonna get to, especially you, Rostos, with your um, labyrinthine ability. Uh, I think we were beelining right to the froth, uh, frosty mug, frothing the frothy mug to see what to do. Foaming with mug. What, what do we say? Do we say frothy mug? I have the frothy mug. In I my like frothy, frothy mug better. Frothy mug. Okay, for some reason here it's foaming mug. I don't even know what's in the book. It even. I like tra- I like Tappy's first. <laughs> the book's been out the window for a while. I have, I have Tappy Frost Strap runs the frothy mug. All right, I like that better. So as you all are walking over, you are just. Um, I know that. Um, um, the fucking mushroom's name. Stool, <laughs> Stool is strapped to your back, but you're also followed by a giant red Zorn mm-hmm. that is constantly following you, and he's just kind of about five steps away from you all at all times, following you around. And if you stop and look at him, he's just pointing into his mouth with one of his arms, going, <clears throat> ignoring it. Yeah, we've That's, been trying to keep walking faster and faster. Totally fine. He speeds up. He has no problem <laughs> keeping up with you all. Um, you walk through. You don't see too many. Um, uh, Swerf Neblins and the ones that you do, they, you know, look at you and they're kind of like, oh, yeah, another Zorn. Like, uh, I've seen that before, but they're kind of giggling too. They're like, oh, you all got one following you around. Um, and you go back to the, the foaming mug and Tappy is there. And you walk in and your Zorn follows in. Oh, uh, Tappy, uh, for some reason, uh, I guess uh, uh, this thing came out of a rock and is now following us. Whoa, you brought one of those in here. Well, that's, I mean, 
it's not going to destroy the place. I've never seen one personally. I mean, I've always wanted to see one. I'm very excited to see it right now. Just I'm kind of bored of just seeing all these different people from Lindenstone. I'm tired of seeing them. But yeah, I mean, can you just promise it won't destroy my bar? No. I mean, I was kind of on it. You can't promise that. Could I not ask you to not bring it in then? Or not be here? Because it's clearly following you. Yeah, uh... We don't know anything. I know way less about this than you do. <laughs> no, I disagree. I've never seen one before. Your time spent with it means you probably know more than I do. But doesn't people... We heard guards talk about these following children <laughs> back into... Uh, uh-huh, guards. Yeah, that's all they told us. Uh, they didn't stop it. We can't get it to stop following us. We don't know what to do. We were hoping you could help us in some way, because... <laughs> We don't know what to do here. I'm a bartender. All right. Uh, I mean, it can't be that bad if people are laughing about it. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's... It is kind of funny, as long <laughs> as it doesn't destroy my bar. I, I don't know if it will or not, though. Then I can't ask you to keep it in here. Okay. Yeah, like, you want me to shut the door on it, then? Uh... <laughs> That's not what I'm telling you to do. If it smashes my door, then I'm, I'm asking you to not let it mess up anything in my bar. Yes, uh, I will try to stop it. I, I, I don't want it following me. I really don't give a shit about it. Goomba, do you know what she's saying? <gasps> do you understand? Can I get like a thumbs up of some it sort? It tries to matriculate uh, like it's uh, uh, like thumbs into something you're doing, but it doesn't really have thumbs. That's, that's, that's <laughs> so good enough. Kinda, I think of... it'll be fine. I don't think uh, it seems it just wants to eat gems or something. If we fed it a ruby, it should be alright for now. <laughs> I seriously know nothing about it. If, if, if you're ins- insinuating I must sleep outside, then uh, I guess I'll collect my things. I, I can't get it to stop following me. I'm just asking that it's your responsibility, that's all. I want nothing to do with it. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. You could kill it. It hasn't even attacked anything. They laughed at it. Oh, I, I think it should be fine. Why don't you just sit down, Goomba? <laughs> do you understand that I'm calling you that as your name? It just looks at you, just blinks several <laughs> times, and points back into its mouth with one of its claws. I'll just pull out a chair and sit down, and see if it knows how to sit, sit down. I it guess. just stands there. <laughs> okay, I'll just sit there, stare at it. Do we stay here? Are we allowed to stay here? Then I'm very. It's just standing here and pointing at its mouth. It doesn't seem to do anything else. All right. I, what if it? Someone pulls a gem out and it tries assaulting <laughs> them or something. <laughs> then yes what if indeed then I imagine the gods will come and kill it or we can kill it okay I guess uh, yep I'll keep my eye on it uh, <laughs> around this time Jin and Dro you arrive back at the foaming mug what the fuck is that thing uh, they called it a corn I think huh does it look docile or does it look aggressive? Uh, it looks psycho. I think it's hard for it to not look aggressive. Like, just it's like Jesse described it last time as the stuff of nightmares. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it, it looks scary. But like Dro, especially you being like a someone who has traversed the underdark and is kind of like a 
someone who has seen a lot, um, you notice that it's not moving. So it doesn't seem like an immediate threat. However, you would, it's like looking at a gun. <laughs> just because the gun's not being pointed at you doesn't mean it's a threat. Like, it's, it's a fucking Zord, giant fucking teeth monster. <laughs> I guess we'll just grab seats at the table with there those you go. guys in the Zord. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, uh, Jin, uh, do we have any rubies or gems in that, in a pouch that we found along our way here? Give Jin the one second. Just shuffle through some stuff. No, Jin does not really think that we have any of that. Oh, why? This thing. And Rasta sort of leans in on his elbow on the table close to Jin. This thing seems to want gems. Uh, we gave it the one that we had. It doesn't want money or anything else. I don't know what to do with it. Do you think that you maybe should not feed stray beasts? Well, it just was following us and pointing to its mouth. And then you, then you gave it the food. It would only eat a gem. You gave it the food, though. And then sure. it followed you further. Yes. Did you, have you never understood that when you give animals food, sometimes they follow you around because they think they're going to get more food? No. Why? Does it eat anything else? I've, we've, it's only followed us and eaten gems. We tried Rust- this is super interesting, right? just strikes me. I have a question. This thing, Zorn, you call it. You Corn. see it and you feed it immediately. Yet King Carlos never got the salmon he was promised. <laughs> <laughs> if I had had salmon in my back, you I would have given it to him. You loved him. But this Zorn, you feed a ruby instantly. I had a ruby. I had no fish. Well, it looks content for now, but we'll deal with that when it comes. We found out where the fucking pudding court is. And did you have a word with them, a parlay? No, their numbers were a bit innumerable, and we bailed instantly. Jin they let estim- you go. Well, well uh, we kind of just ran away, and uh, Jin would estimate that there might be around a hundred... Triple uh, digits, for sure. Triple digits of uh, the slimy monsters. Yeah. Uh, uh, there is one that uh, he is a little... He looked, at least from a distance, like uh, one of the, the people around here. He's small. Just slimier. And he was slimy, and he was shouting stuff. Yes. And then he said, now is not the time, not yet, when we when we ran away. I, I think we all heard about him, the, the Pudding King, the Deep Gnome, right? It was not good there, but yes, you're right. So all we've learned is... What we already know. And oh, we know their location and numbers. Yeah, they live in a giant dome of iridescent light, and it is very pretty in there. And we, we don't know if they're hostile or what to do. It had the vibes of fucking the summonings and shit we've seen before. Yeah, apparently some of the uh, mushrooms have made their way over here and are talking about the wedding. Yeah, it was a lot of things seemed to be united behind a singular goal. It was fucking creepy in there, dude. And they all like kind of undulated and turned at us. They're non-morphic. I, it was fucking creepy, man. All right, well, well, we have a more, um, I guess, manageable quest <laughs> in the form of uh, oh yeah, the, going to what, these Stoneheart enclave and meeting with Theantha, uh, Rock. Yeah, what happened there? Fill us in. Uh, so basically, there's something called the Ogremok Spain that is causing the. Uh, the um, elementals to go mad and or behave differently and it's also making 
potentially deep gnomes want to keep mining and Blake and not take off work? Just continuously mine and... You do remember that you were told that Yantha Coke's Rock is currently not in Blingdenstone. Right. Okay. I was about to say she hasn't been seen in a while. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But that was also from miners who made fun of them for being bookworms. So take that for what you may. So it's not the miners or the earth elementals, just something's affecting them and changing them? Yes, just like normal. Well, normal for here. Alright, let's think. Normally when things are congregating and dancing or doing what they're doing, it means evil is right around the, the corner. We don't have much time here, so let's let's think what we can do here, given the time allotted to us. Last time, the wedding took up all of, what, 40 minutes to start going? The wedding never started. Just to clarify, it wasn't like the whole. They, they were like, they were like practicing. They were stuff. doing like uh, run-throughs of the wedding, but Zugtmoy, the demon lord that you saw, was actually asleep the whole time. For sure, I just remember. Am I remembering this wrong? Wasn't like the whole thing like shaking at one point when all, and then all the mushrooms were like we're getting out of here right now, or no? I don't think so. No, I don't remember that. I just remember them all collect like they left when we gave them the news, but I don't remember if it was because shit was going crazy. No, they're just singing. Okay. Okay. Uh. (laughs) So, then the things that we can get done are clearing out the mining colony or going east in another path, potentially going after this Medusa. Oh, yeah. Or going after the um, statue. That's being protected by the Medusa. Right, so, I, 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 man, the numbers in the pudding court were staggering. If we're going to do something about that, we have to think of a way to do it outside of combat. Then that's last. We may need the were-rats for that. Well, you just came back from the mining colony. Do you guys want to go back there, or do you want to do the Medusa and the statue? Say, let's take the stuff that's out of the city, take that out of the way, just Earth Elemental, see what the fuck's going on there. So the earth elementals they're describing, that's actually in the city. Um, that uh, the Ogre Mox Bane is deep into the east side of the city. Right. The people are working very, very hard in the mines, but like there's nothing that's really popping up there. They're largely fine besides like the overzealousness and diligence of the workers just as nonstop. But they were describing the same thing that you all heard about with Ogre Mox Bane. So that was to the east as well, like far east to this kind of like near mm, southeast-ish. Uh, another place of the city that you all have not been to yet. Same area where the Medusa is at as well. Mm. So, but it looks like our... Oh yeah, our decision's made then. <laughs> Get two birds stoned at once then. Uh, Tappy's going to arrive at this point when you're describing two birds getting stoned. Uh, and she'll show up with some ales for you all. Um, again, everything is on the house here because she's just super excited to see outsiders. Um, outsiders is such a negative term, but she actually uses it with uh, a sort of um, kindness behind the word. So she'll come over. Here you are again, once again on the house. Um, it seems like you have that Zorn under control. That's good to see. Never seen that before. So once again, I'm very excited to have this experience. Just don't want to lose my bar. It's an understandable thing, right? Yeah, yeah I, I, of course. Right. Thank you so much, Rastos. 
and Howling Dark members, I appreciate you. Thank, thank you, you. Um, do we, so also thank you for bringing the Durgo maggots here, Maddox here and also some were-rats, which I, I've always been fine with were-rats. My, you know, patrons haven't always been great with them, but I'm, I'm fine with them largely. Um, are they coming back here? Are we having another meeting here? You all are up to things. You all are movers and shakers. Are, are we, do I need to set anything up or? It's a possibility, but nothing's on the books now. We'll let you know in adequate timing. Before. What's the next plan? What are we doing? I want to know. Sit tight, Tabby. You're doing, you're doing great. I'm going to sit tight. I'm going to go wipe my bar down. You all have fun? <laughs> She's a good one. We're probably going to be stuck here longer than the three days. Jin <laughs> <laughs> thinks that we probably should make a good impression on this Tabby so that we can get more free room and board. Yes, long-term board, room board. When uh, Jin and I went to the east, we were kind of near the northern or semi-northern part right. of the city. Um so, and there were two uh, cube guards. Obviously, that might just be proximity, but if we head southeast and go to other things, there would be some guards. Um, but I say we just head out, head strong, get a little aid at the door, at the gates, and then head southeast and see what we find. Might as well. I say it's our best course of action. This pudding, we've already dealt with puddings, they're too scary. Not something I want uh, messing with me. That's understandable, Rostos, but uh, Jin thinks right before we leave, maybe we uh, talk to either Sark or Sani or Dobro and just let them know that, you know, that the puddings are amassing underneath their weird colorful temple dome. That is a very good idea. That way at least they know, you know, if we are gone and the puddings eat through the walls and come and get them, they at least know that the puddings have got them. All right, so we'll stop at Diggermatic Manor first, or Diggermatic Cave, wherever it is, and then head out. I have no idea how long it's been. Days. Since what? Since we've, like, Slept. I have no idea if it's morning. Like if it's, it's work time one. still. Yeah, we. This is day two. Day two. We slept okay. at Tappy's one. You yeah. can tell okay. pretty easily um, based on when you're in Inner Blingdenstone what the day is and what the day is not. Um, you all left um, pretty early to go talk to the were rats and had that parlay. This is all during the working day. The working day is coming to an end soon. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be like, in our terms of hours, it's going to be like three or four o'clock. Okay. Um, you know, they typically do like a nine to five type of schedule. You could really base it, you can't obviously see light or anything. You could base it on around when you see Sferf Neblins, Deep Gnomes, like doing more leisurely activities. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like when they have come back from the mines, when they have stopped doing whatever it is that their job is doing, that's when you have to time it. They have that innate sense of like when time actually, it's time to stop when it doesn't, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, so you all are, are fine in terms of rest, but you are going to be heading out. I mean, it could take a lot longer, so I'll leave that up to you all. But I, we're going to say it's about 3 or 4 p.m., and you all woke up around, you know, in the morning, 8 a.m. or so. Although that time is largely arbitrary, just to, again, reinforce that. Okay. Well, off to see Sydney and Ms. Dobro. I might, might as well just let them know what's going on. It is their city. It's not our city. Jajin, you want to take the lead on letting them know what we saw? 
Oh yeah, Jen could do that. <laughs> okay, you all um, begin to walk towards um, the digger mattocks where they're kind of kept up in, in that that room where they have the the big table and everything's planning. Jin and Rostos, mm-hmm. you all are heading out. Everyone's walking along. The Zorn's still following you. Um, your head starts to itch. And as you go up to sort of just, I, I don't even think I have to ask you. It's just like when there's an itch on your face, your hand just goes up automatically, right? You feel bumps on the top of your head. And they just feel like kind of large pimples. Mm-hmm. Nothing insane yet, but just like, ooh, maybe I'm having an allergic reaction. Um, can both you all make a constitution saving throw for me? Mm-hmm. 19. Oh, 13 for me. Okay. Um, oh. I'm just going to write those numbers down. And as of now, we'll end it that little moment with you just noticing that there are these bumps on the top of your head. Okay. And you head towards the Digger Maddox and you climb up that um, ladder that kind of leads up to their uh, alcove that is sort of on this like weird cutout of a, of a cave. And um, the uh, the Zorn stays at the bottom, but he's just going, pointing in his mouth over and over again. Um, and I'm assuming you all just climb up. <laughs> he just stays down there kind of yelling every once in a while. Like, not unlike a dog that's unhappy that you're going into the supermarket as you, like, leave it outside or something. Um, and the digger medics are in there. Uh, Sark is in there as well. And the standard sort of assortment of guards. Uh, and you all are free to approach them. They're accustomed to you stopping by now with news. Uh, hello, Sandy. It is Jen. I have come to tell you things. Oh, Hello, thank you, thank you so much for returning. What did you, what have you found out? Well, there is, uh, you know, on the eastern part of the city that's blocked off, and there's the big uh, dome with a lot of colors that's really pretty. Uh, yes, we are aware that we've lost that beautiful structure. I don't know what it's called, but uh, if you do, that would be great for a reference. But anyways, um, yes, we went, well, Jean went inside with Dro. Well, we kicked open the door. And there is a lot of slimes in there, or mucusy creatures. And there is a little uh, one of you, uh, Snurf Devlin, and he is covered in a little bit of slimy goo too. And he yells stuff. And I think there might be a massing an attack on your city. Uh, just because when we left, he said, "Quote: Now is not the time. Semicolon. Not yet. Not yet. End quote." Hmm. Odd usage of a semicolon there. Jin does not really that good at grammar, but... Well, it's usually used as something that would separate two complete sentences to sort of link them together without doing a full stop, such as a period. I just didn't... I just wanted to, you know, have the pause there. Hmm. No. But anyway, yeah, that's what they're doing. Um... We are going to go back to the east, maybe avoiding that area, because there's literally hundreds of slimes up in that temple. Um, So you should maybe post some guards there to make sure they don't ooze through your doors and stuff. Yeah, Senny flashes her eyes um, at everyone kind of around. It's one of those moments where they're just looking around and sort of confirming suspicions that they had once before. And uh, Dobro is going to freak out in his normal Paul Giamatti way. 
hundreds, they say. Fucking hundreds of slimes. Here we go. What else do we need? And he's losing his shit. Um, and uh, Senny is going to say, shh, shh, dear, it's fine. Thank you so much for telling us once again. You've been more than an aid to us. Um, we are going to try to bring forth all of the factions within Blingdenstone that we can. It's going to take us about a day to do so. We would love to have you back here. You have seen things that we have not seen, and you can explain it to the other mm. factions. We'll bring forth the miners, we'll bring forth the Stoneheart Enclave, we'll bring forth everybody. Um, we'll even see if we can bring the ghosts. And Chip Grin has already agreed to come as well. If you could be our main witnesses, and if you could help us convince the various factions to work against this, we would aid you as much as we possibly could. Because these oozes, they, I've seen the horrors that they can incur. And I, I, I do think that this is the most pressing threat. However, this should not be taken lightly if they are organized and if they are legion, this is a war. This is a battle. Would you not disagree? Well, we agree. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, real quick, look. I look. I want to look around the room because she was addressing everyone. Yeah. Who else is in the room? Uh, so. Dobro, Sark, and a couple other guards. Okay. But Senny seems to be sort of the more level-headed one. She's kind of calling the shots. Dobro, again, he's busy being Paul Giamatti, complaining about how he smells like bacon, how no one takes him seriously. Okay. Well, uh, we could do that, but we'll probably have to... We're going to go do our thing right now, and then maybe come... And we'll be back before tomorrow. Well, I was going to suggest, you seem to have a, a spirit of fight and um, adventure about you. The more you assist the denizens of Blingdenstone, the more we'll have to help you when we fight the Pudding King. That sounds fair. Is there a cat that needs rescuing or something around here then? There aren't any even trees, Rastos. Ah, uh, okay. His heart's in the right place. Yes, but his brain is stupid. <laughs> Your word's not mine. Don't worry, he knows how I feel about him. Stool whispers to Nico, Do you know who else's brain is not going to be in the same place very soon? And by that I mean sliding out of his ear. Uh, stifling laughter. Uh, and I can't hear that, so... Uh, you could roll a perception check to see if you hear it. Stool just burns, Ross. <laughs> what the fuck is Stool's problem? <laughs> a nine. Nine, nah, you can't hear it, I'm sorry. Only the, Nico. You hear the laughter, though. Yeah. <laughs> Start laughing inappropriately. Yeah, it's, it's funny over there. Oh, nothing. Just something I thought of from earlier today. I farted. Not a big deal. <laughs> hmm. Doesn't sound or smell like a, a stool fart. <laughs> You've become accustomed to my farts. <laughs> uh, you sort of walk around and make farty noises. That I do. That I do. And you're farting constantly out Most the of the time I'm farting. Yes. <laughs> So yes, I have become accustomed to the farts. Uh, next question, please. 
I, 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 I had not, I had no lower questions. Okay, then. We're going to leave now and go do stuff, and then we'll be back, I think. I think that's our plan. We'll see you tomorrow, Sani. Is there a time that you have in mind? I mean, there's, we, don't, we can't understand time here. Jin definitely does not understand any of the time. Right. Um, we'll be meeting midday, and midday is when everyone takes a short break. So, um, so when I we tell s- you what, I will make sure that we have the uh, lanterns changed to a bluish color around noon. We can sort of change the uh, colors of the, the fire beetles that we have captured as light, if that would help you out. That sounds very pretty. So noon will be the meeting. That way every faction within Blingdenstone is made aware. I am going to reach out to an old friend of mine who I believe you have not met. I hope that she's able to make it. Hey, she wouldn't have been to be named Yantha Coxrock, would she? She would. Excellent. We are uh, looking for her as well. Yes, we are. Or at least the Stoneheart Enclave. She's the leader of the Stoneheart Enclave. She's very powerful. I hope that we can get her here soon. She's out researching, but I will send word of her right now. She'll nod towards some guards who nod back, and they'll take off, going, hop, 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 hop. She's like, stop, keep it quieter, quieter, don't do that. And they'll go, hop, 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 hop. <laughs> Is that a Blues Brothers reference? I, again, I'm just stuck on Mel Brooks right now. Okay. Have been for a while. Is that a Blues Brothers reference? I think at one point, and near the end of the movie, when all the army people are going there, oh. like, up, 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 and then at oh, one point, yeah, they're yeah, like supposed yeah. to be quiet, and they're like, up, 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 That's up, 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 <laughs> such a good bit. All right, yeah. That's just in the punch bowl then. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and as you all are kind of talking about this, they're, they're dispersing, they're getting back to work. Sark's going to approach you. He's going to say, you all are you all are going south to the east? Are you, are you going to go for that statue? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um... Again, if you could just clean it up, I know it would mean a lot to my brother, who is definitely not dead. Jim Jar is alive and well. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Sure, yeah. We won't talk about your dead brother that's alive, Jim Jar. All right. That was rude. That was very inappropriate. Oh, uh, yes, we won't <laughs> talk about... Uh, talk about a hypocrite, Rostos. Jim Jar. All right, well, if you just take care of that thing over there, um, I think it's going to help out the situation in general. Just a question. Has the statue been leaking any weird gases or anything like that, or just dirty? None of us have been over there. I just know it's defiled at this point. Okay. Just saying that we haven't been over there for a long time, and so I'm sure that it's fucked up. Okay, just checking. Sure. Do you remember what it was made out of? A statue? Yes. Uh, stone? Oh, okay. I was going to ask for a polishing rag, but oh. if it's stone, then I can just clean it up with normal yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah, we don't really... It seems like a bit of a waste to make it out of gold, even though his name is like Garl Glitter Gold. That seems sort of superfluous, you know. Let's go see what Garl yeah. Glitter Gold looked like. All right. I can show you all the way and unlock the doors for you. Um... How about, Nico, you take care of the knocking when you're done thing? Yes, no time. problem. That's fine. All right. And Sark is going to lead you all through the, um, through the tunnels of inner, inner Blingdenstone. And the Zorn is following you once again. Um, and it's not really doing anything else. And he sort of ignores it as well. 
and you all are being brought back to um, the Caves of Clatter, which is kind of to the south side of Blingdenstone. Um, and these are areas where you can hear a lot of blacksmiths working. Um, you hear like the tink, tink. You hear forges bellowing with fire, you, or billowing rather. Um, you see, you know, smoke kind of coming out of the top um, uh, of, of various people working on um, different things. I, if, if you all want to stop here, you're well, if you all want to stop here, you're more than welcome <laughs> to. Uh, Stark's going to say, and he's going to go position himself over by this door. Um, that looks like a lot of the other doors they've built up to kind of block off parts of the city that are not secure yet. Um, and he'll position himself there, but you are in the middle of the caves of clatter. So technically, timeline speaking, this is actually still like part of reclamation mode of the city? Totally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, reclamation has been happening for years and years and years. It's just taken a weirder turn recently. Okay, it, so rather than things encroaching in, it's they're still trying to push through to get the rest of the city. It's, it's, a, it's okay. a push and pull. Gotcha. I don't think that it's like, and you've been able to put this together over time. It's not necessarily that like they've constantly been making progress. It's it's more of like a a, a slow battle. Gotcha. You know, that you know they make a lot of progress one year, and then the next year they lose a lot due to rock falls, due to whatever. And you can tell that they put up these more secure gates based on things that they absolutely cannot handle right now. So, yeah, it's a very good question. Gotcha. Um, this reclamation process has been going on for decades. Um, because if you can imagine, this is a city that was, like, utterly decimated, completely devoid of any, any, any civilization whatsoever. So it is going to take a long time to even build up to where they are now. Yeah. Um, absolutely. All right. Well, that's good. Um, Sark's going to position himself up over by the gate. Um, you all can check out the Caves of, Caves of Clatter if you want to, just for supplies and, and, and mercantile, mercantile shit if you want to. Um, it's mostly going to be weapons and things like that. You just see mostly forges around this area. However, if you all are ready to go, we can go. Yeah. Do you need to buy anything? Good? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh. Uh, Nope, I'm good. Okay. No one wants to get any of their weapons inspected. <laughs> I don't really have <laughs> weapons. Fine. If there's any, uh, if there's any more rope around, I'd like to buy more rope. Sure, you can buy some rope. Yeah, you go up to a merchant. Can I just look up? You walk room? up, he immediately assumes you need some rope. Here you go. Didn't <laughs> like some rope. Oh, thanks. You, yeah. you knew exactly what I want. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. You just wanted to give me one gold piece. Yep. Okay, that's as easy. All trade. right, that's easy business. Well, be seeing you. Jin likes this easy <laughs> business stuff. Oh, by the way, Jin loves the name. It's 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 everything is very literal here. Mm-hmm. It makes it easy to know where they're going instead of like, ooh, it's it's smoky town fun stuff and that's the that's the blacksmith area it's it's oh it's clattering so you know there's hammers yep that's the idea it's glad great. you got it i love you he goes <laughs> goes back to hammering away what was that you just said <laughs> nothing all right well we see you let's start lead us to the door and get going so nobody has any defunct weapons that have not been performing very well they want to get inspected by Okay, you all go up to the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, was, that was directed at you. Uh, so you all go up to the door. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, TJ, do you want a moment or not? Uh, I, I don't know. 
Rastus would really know that a blacksmith could fix it. I don't know either. So, I don't think he... I think he's just... Sure you know, would. You've had weapons repaired as a gladiator? Without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, but uh, I feel like it's all like... It's sharpened and looking good. It's like a weapon. It's <laughs> the, the voice inside doesn't work. and doesn't light up on fire. Well, what, like your smaller weapons or whatever? You're talking about like your hand axes and whatnot? Sure, I'll, have someone, I'll throw a whole cachet of one, two, two hand axes, seven javelin, and a short sword onto an adamantine hand max onto a, some dude's desk and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, can you make sure these hey are... There. Sh- I, I notice you hammering away here. Can you just make sure these are uh, all in tip-top shape? I need to be able to throw these through some skulls or puddings or walls and things like that. Walls. You got it, bud. Uh, just sharpen these all up. Yeah, do they look... Do they look good? Like, what would you, you throw up? Everything? Everything. Uh, I, just, even, I just took off my back and just Even Flamenzunga? Sure, yeah, everything. These all look sharp. I've yeah, been I trying mean, to you keep You threw them up sharp. like adamantine weapons. Like, I mean, it's a pretty impressive assortment of weapons at this point, right? <laughs> like, it's like pretty good. And he's like, yeah, this all looks good. Um, where'd you find this one? He's pointing to Flamenzunga. Oh, in this, uh, like, tomb of this crazy sort of ghastly lady that fell from the sky. All right, yeah. I like a good story, too. I like making up shit as well. It's fun. No, it, it um, is real. Kind of an insult to my intelligence, but, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah, like, uh, this is a magical weapon. Yes, I know. It used to light on fire. I mean, this is it's not in working mode. You know that, right? Yeah, the on switch doesn't seem to work anymore. Yeah, um, I mean, we could take care of this for you. Uh, Really? How much would that cost me? Well, I mean, we're going to have to spend some time, you know. That's fine. How much will it cost me? Well, like I was saying, we're going to have to spend some time doing some spiritual work on this. There is a presence in this weapon. I need it there, though. Like, it, it must stay. All right, um... It's going to be 200 gold. Ah, sorry, friend. Don't got it. All right. Well, be seeing you. Okay, thank you. What did he say about your weapons, Rastos? It would cost 200 gold to fix Flamenzunga. And you're not going to haggle with him? I don't 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 have it. I barely have enough gold to cover half of that. I mean, we have gold. Not like we're spending it on anything. Yeah, Jin's been keeping most of our gold. But it would be selfish to ask for 200 of all of our hard-earned gold. As long as you're using it to not make me be dead, I'm totally fine. Well, how much do we have then? 198. (laughs) Okay. I'll see what he can do. Hey, mister. Oh, you're back. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I didn't take long. Well, I've talked to my friends. It is very important that we get this going again. Now. I was kind of, I was, I was surprised you weren't immediately down with the price. I thought that was kind of a deal. Well, I don't have much gold. I was a slave, you see. I've been trying to get uh, away. I've been hunted by the drow, and they've taken. I'm not, I'm not bringing it down me. below two hundred. <laughs> uh, you sure you wouldn't like to maybe uh, go for a, 
130 gold if I throw this in and I throw a short sword plus two on top. That's oh, very nice. magical. Nice. Um, why don't you make a persuasion check? It's just, I feel like that's easier rather than me just arbitrarily deciding. Okay, that's a very negative roll. A nine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. He's going to say, hmm, how about 170 plus the sword? Do you know where this one came from? An even crazier place. <laughs> Tell me, and don't bullshit me this time. <laughs> sure. Uh, it came from a dead drow inside a gelatinous cube that I was friends with. <laughs> <laughs> you were friends with the drow? A gelatinous cube that I, ate the drow. You know, everything up until that last phrase was like actually more believable than the place that fell from the sky with the talking <laughs> flaming axe, but you, you, you're friends with that. All right, well, I might be a 150 plus the sword. At this point, we walk up behind him with Zorn. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the stories are might be a little bit more credible. <laughs> do, you, do you see how crazy this is? Look at my party here. Look at all of us. Yeah, you're a, a walking, talking circus freak show. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to get some credibility here. We're very poor. We were all slaves. Let's, let's go, man. <laughs> this, this guy wants a, 130. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. I'll start working on it right now. Give me the sword. Give me the 130 gold. But whatever you're doing over on that side of Blingdenstone, you bring me back something. Wait, wait. So now you're trying to extort me out of whatever I get. Ooh, I'm trying to make a deal with you, buddy. Extortion's a very different thing. Just bring me back something, all right? all right? This is to protect the town, just so you know. We're about to fight to protect everything. Yeah, here. and this is to protect my family from starvation. Well, Look, I will give to... all 92 of my gold if we could just stop this madness. No, that is too much, Nico. Uh... I will throw in 78 gold. So what are we at total-wise? I have 78 gold total. 78 uh, plus the short sword. So you need, oh shit, math, 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 52 more gold. You're going to give him a plus two short sword? I have no money, man. I only have 78 gold. 52 gold uh, to make him start working on it. Then we'll we'll just casually walk up and just put the the 52 gold down. Okay, he'll start working on it. He's going to request that you bring him back a treasure from beyond the gates. Whatever that might be, you all decide, and we'll figure that out later. Okay. Um, real quick though, sir Blacksmith. Or, God damn what? Um, would he? You gonna tell to, me more so- no, like sad would, stories? Would he be able to use the sword while um, you're working on the axe? Because he's not really gonna have a weapon to fight with. <sighs> make it 150. Fine, yeah. and I'll make it even. I'll just put 20 gold down. Cool. All right, I'll give you the sword back. I want the sword, and then. I want another treasure beyond. I'll give you back your 20 gold. Deal. That's right. fine. Boy, you protect a city. They expect an arm. <laughs> I mean, he is reinvigorating a magical weapon that has gone extinct. <laughs> it's true. It still worked pretty cool. It worked. As a regular axe. I mean, you could pick those up like right there for... What, like 10 gold? No, it's not as good as a regular axe. Rastos, you sound very entitled right now. 
I, I just feel like we're protecting the town. They should give us a break here to protect them, but okay. I mean, we're protecting ourselves, too, sword? because we're in the no, town. I just, tried, I just tried tickling it. I mean, you're trying to basically... Ext- you're trying to get money from someone who... We're, yeah, we're in, talking about extortion. We're, we're in the town that is going to be attacked. We're protecting ourselves at this point, I hope you realize. And them. Uh, we need them to survive because four of us against a swarm of ooze is not going to end well. And then we you'll never get out of here because they're the ones that know how to get you out. Well, wouldn't they feel bad if I didn't have my magic axe for an extra 30 gold pieces? <laughs> Jesus Christ, can we move on? Please. God damn. Please. Sark, where's the fucking door? Over here, let's get going. <laughs> Alright, and he will unlock the door. Um, and you all walk in to this uh, gate and he's gonna say good luck again just remember the knocking pattern triplets Nico not Jen <laughs> um, and right. you walk in and there's it seems to be like a more open area um, but it is darker due to the lack of um, fire beetles that are set up in this area um, the gate closes behind you ominously and you hear a trickling of water uh, to the south um, basically to your right as you walk in and you um, see multiple areas where people used to reside. You can tell this was a more of a residential area before it got so um, ravaged and fucked up. Um, you don't really sense too much right now um, in terms of any other being there, um, but you do hear a Ooh. Ooh. Oh no. 